What's going on, my friends? Dave Sharp back in the saddle uh, after a wonderful week off. As you may have noticed, my amazing, amazing, amazing uh, partner in freedom here, Matt Hetzel, uh, has spearheaded our Wake Up Legendary shows over the last week. Standing O, big old standing O. If you've been attending these and you've been, uh, and you know what? I'm actually going to bring him on here. He doesn't know that I'm doing that. He's even here behind the scenes. If you guys just, if you understand the dedication, if you know, you know, Matt. Thank you, brother. Thanks. Um, the guy is a rock star and we're blessed to have him. Okay, we're blessed to have him. So uh, here we go. Here we go. If you uh, miss Matt, he'll be hosting on Wednesday. But let's get to Papa Don here. Papa Don, welcome to the show, my friend. Good morning, David. How are you, sir? For an old guy, I'm doing great. Uh, you know what? If I am half the man you are at 78, I'll be doing well. Well, life's a journey, my friend. Yeah, I think all of us, all of us, uh, you know, this is this is a great way to actually see a phys, you know, put some some physical kind of vision to us working and enjoying ourselves into our seventies, and and those uh, as they call them, I think golden years. I think it's silver and then golden. I would say you're in those kind of golden years, but you look like you're still in the silver years, my friend. You're looking fantastic. Well, thank you, thank you. I, I'm pushing for the 80s, too. You said the 70s. I'm, I'm hoping we get through the 80s as well. Well, yeah, I mean, you're 78. I mean, I have no doubt you're going to be pushing through the 80s into the 90s, maybe even making triple digits, my friend. Well, that would be wonderful, I guess. Yep. Yeah, I know. I mean, as long as you as long as you're able to still have fun and, and do what you want to do, that's kind of the. That's kind of what we all hope for. So uh, let's talk about how you got to where you are now. How did you How did you come to find Legendary? Tell us, uh, in a nutshell, a little bit of what led you at least to online and then here to our community. Well, <clears throat> during COVID, I, a lot of things shut off for me. I, I, I've been retired for a long time. I, I've done consulting and so forth, but I, I couldn't get on the planes and so forth. I love to play golf. I couldn't play golf. I got bored. I've got a, a history of starting companies and so forth. And so I told my wife, I said, I'm going to start another company. And uh, I, I need to do that. And the first, the, the first opportunity that came to me, I don't have an experience like you guys talk about of going back and drop shipping and all that. I, did, I was not aware of this business at all. But the first thing that came to me was a, a random call from a group called Prosperity of Life. Uh, and they were marketing a, a similar situation, not, not like this. And I read a review by a young man named uh, Alex Ford, who's also, a, in fact, he's the one that brought me into Legendary. Mm. But he, he wrote a review on them, and I, and I called him, and he's in Australia. I called him. I talked to him about it. I thought it was a multi-level marketing deal, and I didn't want to get involved in it. And he kind of confirmed that. He'd been involved with it. And, and, uh, and we got to talking about this, and I started watching um, 
uh, your show as I uh, I decided to do it. I decided if I'm going to be in this business, I got to learn how the basics of it work. I've got to understand the I've got to learn the tools. I've got to learn. I got to go through the drill. And uh, I, David, I can tell you that uh, in the companies I've, I've been involved with, training was a very big deal and uh, a, a tremendous emphasis on, on that. And mm. I have to say to you that of all my, including IBM, I will say that of all the circumstances I've been involved with, you've put together probably one of the finest organizations I have ever seen in terms of dealing with the people, the training that's available, the support that's available, the the team, uh, the team of legendary is amazing, but also the members of the of the Facebook groups, the members of the various things that are supportive of each other, and the culture you've developed is amazing. And and I give you uh, very high accolades on that. It, it is truly uh, something that uh, is very impressive to me. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. That means a lot. And uh, t to be mentioned in the same sentence as IBM with your experience there, and, and I can imagine the, the multitude of other things that you've done and seen in your life uh, to be uh, in those same sentences, that, that means a lot. And that is a lot of great validation uh, for what we're doing here, and I'm glad that you're getting value. Um, and I also want to say that, you know, you coming on here and, and being a part of our show this morning is another is how is 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 what makes this great. You know, it, it's I have been one of the smartest things we ever did was uh, start this show and start having our actual students and, and clients and affiliates on to share their experience and give. I was getting tired of hearing myself talk. In other words, you know, I, I didn't want to be the only voice here. You know, I didn't want to be the only voice. And um, and it's been just an absolute blessing that we've had so many people uh, be excited to come on and share their experience. So uh, thank you for being one of them. Um, what uh, so let me let me get this straight. So you're you're <laughs> and, and I and I had to chuckle inside a little bit when you said that you had told your wife that you wanted to start another company. I just am curious. What was her reaction to that? She knows me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, you know, you, you said, or someone through the training about, you know, you go for it. You don't, you don't worry about it. If you, if you have a feeling, you believe it, you know, fail forward, try it. And I didn't know this business and, and I still don't know it. I'm learning it. I'm very comfortable with that. I've given myself a, a schedule of things I want to achieve at, at, by various places. And, um, you know, I, I'll get there. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not going to be as coming up as quick as some of the folks you've had on, but, uh, I I'm very comfortable in that I'm putting the, putting the blocks in place so I can build a, a very solid base. Uh, one of the, well, I, I can get off into stuff. Well, being old, you start telling stories. And, uh, no, I love stories. I go ahead. Tell your story. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying that it, it has become a family thing. My wife, uh, I have her very involved in, in researching uh, TikToks because uh, that's the only thing I'm doing now. I, I said as an objective, I said, until I have 50,000 followers, I'm not going to do anything except 
turn out, just try to get as many followers as I can through TikTok. I've been laying out the things that I want, my Facebook page, my uh, my other activities, but I haven't implemented them yet. I've, I've, I've been doing the back the background work on it. Uh, but anyway, my wife is very involved in researching TikToks. And I, you know, we talk about the kind of things, the hook that, you know, the whole bit. We talk about that. Then I have a 13-year-old grandson, which is one of the reasons we just moved over to this other island. Um, so I could be with him and his sister. And uh, he's he knows TikTok. So I have him involved in every TikTok I do. He's the one that, you know, does the actual production, puts the little arrows in and all this stuff. Wow. And he doesn't know it yet, but he's he's 13 and I'm, I'm not going to push him. I'm letting him come at his own pace. Um, but by the time he graduates from high school, he's going to be in a very different situation than he perceives right now because I'm going to expose him to this. I'm going to let him grow into it. Mm. And I see that as creating the legacy for the company that I want to build. Wow. And uh, that's that that's that. So it's a family. Wow. Thing. I wish I think I think many of us uh, and I don't know let's let's join in the comments and and you guys let me know if you feel the same way that I do. Uh, I think we all wish that we had a grandpa like Papa Don, you know? <laughs> That's that's what I'm thinking and feeling right now. You know, I never knew uh, any of my grandfathers. Um, never knew any of my grandfathers. Uh, so, you know, that was a bit of a hole in my uh, growing up. And I only knew one of my grandmothers. Uh, actually, my my mother later remarried and my stepfather had a had a grandfather. Uh, I ended up calling him grandpa and, and uh, having, you know, as much of a relationship with him as I could. He was a very sweet man. But um, man, that 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 is really moving. And um, wow, I just I can't imagine what it's going to be like and what it's like now, you know, but also for your grandson to look back and uh, think how much of an impact, as you as you said, like he doesn't even know right now. But looking back as he gets older to think about how much uh, you gave him and also breaking sort of, I think a little bit of a, um, you know, a misconception that older folks can't be uh, technology savvy. You know, you're, you're, you know, um, I think you, you are, you are definitely breaking through that uh, stereotype. But I also think there's something cool that's happening, which is you're using your skills of kind of entrepreneurial. I think I think I think there's a couple of main skills of an entrepreneur. There's grit, there's critical thinking, and there's there's a, a desire to take risk, right? Higher risk tolerance. And so you're using those kind of main staple skills of an entrepreneur that to 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 kind of push the business forward, even though you may not be uh, know how to navigate these specific apps. And I kind of figured out how to do the same thing. I still get lost in click funnels or these funnel builders and autoresponders. And I have to ask people and get help and all this kind of stuff, but I'm able to push the business forward because I'm using the grit of kind of, 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 um, you know, doing a live show or shooting the video and, and that pushes, that's kind of the main staple pieces of the business. And then once that's done, I'm able to kind of, you know, I'm able to 
you know, get people to help me to kind of push it into the end zone. And that's exactly what you described. Well, one of the, Dave, one of the things that I've struggled with is I, I well, it doesn't matter what I, I built a manufacturing company. I built a software company from scratch and built them up and sold them and so forth. But having the, the vision of what I wanted to create, what I wanted to do, getting it started, hiring the people to do all of the tasks, overseeing it, getting it going. Uh, that's what I did. I, I did I, like when I had manufacturing, I couldn't have run any of that equipment out in that shop. I couldn't have done anything uh, other than what I did. When I got to this, I realized, you know, I will, I, I'm going to farm a lot of this stuff out because I mean, labor's cheap and, and the kind of stuff that, like you talk about funnels, I, I can build a funnel. I don't like building funnels. That's not, it's not my, what's fun for me. Um, but for right now, I am because <clears throat> I need to know how to do it because I got to know how to manage it. And uh, I, I go from there. And so that's the stage I'm in of, of growth. I'm, I'm having yeah. to go learn these different, how to, as you said, how you learn tools. Well, you learn a tool when you need it in your craft. Well, yeah. I need it in my craft and I'm, I'm learning how to use the tools. And I'm not on any, this is not a race. I'm not in a sprint. This is, I, I've got a long time to make this work. And I'm, and I'm more interested in building a very solid foundation and, and letting it grow from there. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I got lucky with this Papa Don thing. Uh, I, uh, I have to tell you how that happened. Actually, my grandchildren have called me Papa Don for quite a while, but when I finally decided I'm gonna do a TikTok, which was the hardest, cause I'd never even seen TikTok before I heard about it on your show. And I'm, I'm thinking about, God damn, I don't wanna do this. I really don't wanna do this. And <laughs> So I, I got my camera and I looked at myself and I thought, holy crap. I mean, this old beat up body, you know, this is, I mean, comparing to all everyone else. And I thought, well, I'm stuck with it. And so if I'm going to be stuck with it, you know, you got to be who you are. And I say, okay, I'm a granddad. I'm a, I'm an old guy and I got to play that. That's, that's, and it's really turned out well because there, I think one of the reasons I get some pretty good uh, high, high uh, ratings on the, I mean, uh, scores on the uh, TikTok is because I think people tend to, to relate to an old guy. I think they tend to give him more, more credit for being, or ability to be credible uh, than a, a kid. And I, I'm not against, I'm all for the kids coming up as fast as they can. And of course, to me, everyone's a kid, but um, anyway, the Papa Don thing has, I think, has worked well, and I, it, it's it, it's a uh, it's a tag I'm gonna I'm gonna run with. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that I want to point out here. Um, first of all, what what you know, there's a there can be a tendency for people who just heard what you say to say, well, hold on a second. Now I'm not an old old guy. I, I don't have the credit, right? Because we always think that what we have is not good enough. So just hearing you say that, one could see that as, well, well, I'm if I compare myself, instead of taking the lesson from what you just said, and to me, what I heard was you're figuring out how to use what you have to your advantage. Use what you have to your advantage. 
and to also put on your marketing glasses. Now, I happen to have my glasses here this morning. And I think once we get into this business, we begin to sort of see the world almost like the men in black, right? You remember when they put on the glasses and then they now have this powerful weapon. Well, I put on my marketing glasses and now all of a sudden I see, if I look in the mirror, a new opportunity uh, or even a new man, or I begin to see these, uh, what I used to think of character defects or shortcomings or shortfalls. I can begin to see how those can be used as superpowers. Now, if you're young, my challenge to you is, is to figure out how can you use your youth or your situation or, or your looks. We had a gentleman uh, not too long ago, 18-year-old kid who couldn't smile. I mean, think about that. Think, And you know what? I asked him, I said, so when you make enough money, not if, when you make enough money, to be able to afford that surgery yourself, would you do it? You know what his answer was? And I wouldn't hold him to this. Maybe he'll decide later. In that moment, his answer was, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing. And that's what I believe the, the, this business can do to one's self-esteem once they sort of, again, put on the glasses. Putting on the glasses is removing yourself from the matrix, similar to what you described for your grandson, right? The system raises us to be robots, right? To take orders in a sense. And what entrepreneurship does is it teaches us how to have grit, which grit is kind of hustle. And if you get knocked down, you pick your ass back up. It teaches us to have, uh, you know, perseverance. It teaches us to also see things glass half empty and also see the opportunity where others might see despair. And that's what I heard. You know, that was a bit of a rant, but that's what I just heard you describe when you looked at yourself in the camera and said, look at this old beat up bag of bones here. I'm going to figure out how to use it to my advantage. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's what we got to go with. Yeah. You know, yeah. that the one thing I, and you say it a lot in your training, but one of the things I've always talked to my sons is be yourself, find yourself and, and, and just be good at that. Whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is, I don't care. Uh, but I think being yourself and that's, that's really what you're talking about, whether you're young or you're old or, or fat or skinny or, can smile or can't smile. And by the way, I was I watched that show that morning, and when that kid said that, that, that just blew me away. That, uh, that I, I was, I didn't, I don't know him from Adam, but I was so proud of him for having said that. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, I'm uh, I'm very happy, David. I'm uh, I'm getting them in the funnel. I'm. Uh, hoping to get a few more conversions than I've, I've got, but uh, I'm, I'm learning, failing forward. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's, it's a skill set and you know what I've, and it's a, and it's a process, it's a journey. You know, you, you use that word when I, when I was talking about, you know, you doing what you're doing at your age and uh, hopefully doing it for a lot longer. What I find fascinating is that people who are much younger than you are in so much of a rush, and if it doesn't work out this weekend, 
I must be a failure or it must be a scam. And you, who are uh, one of our eldest, most senior members, okay, most experienced members that we've that we've had here, at least on the show, says, I'm in no hurry. I'm building a foundation. It's a process. Can you speak to some of us who may feel like if we don't get it this weekend that that we're a failure or that it's not going to work out? Can you speak to those of us who may have thought or think like that, why you think like you do? Well, I think like I do because I've been through it so damn many times. But the, the point, and it, it comes out in, in your training, it's about building your business plan and, and building your, your task list, building your, what, what you need to do and working to it. If you, if you can only identify, if you can identify 50 things you need and you look at that, you're going to get confused. You've got to break it down. You've got to say, okay, today I'm going, if it's just one thing, it doesn't matter. It, it, maybe it's three things. It doesn't matter. Just focus on those things. Get rid of the rest of it. And, and lay out your, I mean, for me, I can't tell other people what to do, but for me, I've got to, I've got to have a plan. I've got to have, and I've got to reward myself or penalize myself for being on schedule for, because I'm my own boss. I'm, I'm, I'm it. It, it stops right here. If I yeah. don't do it, it's not going to get done. And so I say, just be responsible, be yourself, be responsible, lay out a, lay out a, a, a plan that you can, in fact, work to getting the people. Another thing that's been said on this show many times, it says, give, and then the money will come, give something, give, give something out. And I think that a lot of young people, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to be picking on young people. I, I, I think a lot of people, they are, they're so, in a trance over what's financially capable in this business that they mm -hmm. want a piece of it now. And they, they haven't, they haven't given themselves the opportunity to sit back and say, okay, I can have as big a piece of it as I want, as long as I, as I construct a plan to get there and I execute my plan, having yeah. it written on paper doesn't do a damn bit of good unless you do it and you do it on a timely basis. Yeah. And, just so everybody's clear what Papa Don's plan is, if you were listening closely, you heard it. I know I did. At the beginning of this episode, in the first five minutes or so, you said that at the beginning of you beginning to take action, once you went through a certain amount of training and you said, okay, I'm clear, this is what I'm going to attack, you said, I'm going to start marketing on TikTok there's other things that I want to do. Yes, there's other opportunities out there. We all know that there's 5,000 different platforms and things we could do, ads we could run, uh, other places we could post videos and content and market. But you said, I'm going to start with TikTok and I am going to get to 50,000 followers and then I will pivot or add to. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I've even I've even uh, hindered myself a little bit because I'm I'm anxious to go over on Instagram because I've got to put some of my stuff over. And mm -hmm. by the way, the training was great that that, that young man did. Mm -hmm. But but I'm sticking to my plan, and it sounds maybe counterproductive, but it's for me. 
my plan is I had I got to hit my target of fifty thousand, and then I'll reward myself, and I'm going to move some of my stuff over to Instagram and start posting on both both sides. But yeah. it's but I I do I do believe in, in in the old days we called them perch charts, so we called them whatever. Uh, of course, in the old days I used to work with a, a slide rule too. So uh, <laughs> my first jo- my first job as a with an industrial engineer was. I was a, we were building helicopters in Philadelphia and I was in the industrial engineering group and we had to work the main, the master schedule. And we, our tools were a slide rule and a Marchant calculator that was probably about 50 pounds. It set, took up half of a desk and so forth. And you had to pull the lever to make, make it calculate. But that's, <laughs> that's just part of being old, you know. And now everything you can do right here including look at your kids or grandkids, right? When you open the damn thing up, uh, you can sit here and, and, you know, build a, basically build a business on this thing. Isn't it? It's, it's mind blowing. I joined IBM in the late sixties. And, uh, at that point in time, I just think about this, a, a five megabyte disk drive, cost five thousand dollars in nineteen sixty eight dollars okay that's i don't know what that's equivalent to today but it's a lot and just think how far technology has come i mean there's more yeah. power there's more power in that phone you just held up than there is in, in almost everything except a supercomputer it, yeah it's staggering five and megabytes you, i mean one 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 tiktok video would have took that that, that took it up. down took it down <laughs> right crashed the damn but thing. david i'm selling these and they're removable you can take you can put five megabytes on this one platter and you can take it off and put another now that platter costs 200 dollars a piece but you can do it yeah i mean and that's one of the things that i think is when it when we put it in perspective now it's hard because to who to whom much is given much is expected right so you we we can't blame shame or fault ourselves for expecting or uh you know kind of yeah expecting you know more from things today but um but i think if we think about the opportunity if we shift from you know uh, from from I guess uh, attitude of expectation, you know, or entitlement, uh, in 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 shift to an attitude of gratitude and and to seeing the opportunity that's in front of me. That's what gets me so excited. I mean, I think about you know, I actually the trip that we just went on that I went on. I was gone last week. We went to D.C. and uh, my wife got a tattoo. That's something that she likes to do. Um, as of the, the two tattoos, she's got two tattoos that we've tried traveled for over uh, two birthdays, 19 and, and 21 here, um, uh, 2019 and 2021. Um, but uh, we were in Washington, D.C., and we went around, and and I actually went and I visited the uh, the Museum of Archives. I, I, I looked at the Constitution, you know, the actual document. Uh, we then drove out to Gettysburg. I, I stood in the place that Abraham Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address, um, and and saw stood in the the uh, the cemetery where the 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 Union soldiers uh, all were buried, 
uh, or a lot of them were buried. Many were buried anonymously, just with a number. They didn't know their names. But I think about, right, just what 400 years ago that was, and the ink on this paper, you could hardly read it anymore, right? And then what you just described, which was just, what, 40 years ago, 50, something like 30, some, thir between 30, 40-ish years ago. And now here in 2021, uh, even through a pandemic, um, this the inventions like this give me the ability to be able to run a business um, basically from a cell phone and a Wi-Fi connection. Uh, if that's all you had, if that's all you had, you could build an audience and you could begin to make money online, even if you did not have a laptop yet, right? You could then get a laptop and you could begin to do more. But when I, that gets me excited. And I think if, if we can sort of write, and I think this is where you're at looking at things from a 30,000 foot per perspective, instead of getting stuck in the weeds, I see people who are building their funnels for months on months on months on end. And I think that's a way that we procrastinate, that we get, that we get stuck in the weeds. We get caught in the details you said something that was important. You said, that's not fun for me. Can you say more about um, how do you, how, how do, that, 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 that statement just, I don't know how to ask the question so I can get the best answer from you, but you said, that's not fun for me. That's not what I focus on. I, I think, I believe, I believe that we all have, that. I think David, I think we all have strengths. We all have, um, things that are fun for us and so forth. I, I call it fun. Yeah. And I, I think enjoyable, it's, whatever. Yeah. It, it, there are things that have to get done. <laughs> you know, they have to be done. Whoever does it. And if you don't have anyone else to do it, you better learn how to do it, find the tools and get it done. But the truth is we, if you line up 10 people in the room, they all have different uh, capabilities. They all have different interests. They all have different, value to bring to the equation. And the first thing you do in a group setting is is you figure out who's what and how you put your team together and who's got the who's got the best shot at this piece and that piece. And I, I know when I put and each time put the organizations together, you hire these people for their talent, you 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 do all that, but then you you've got to put them together as a team and you've got once again I I don't mean to sound like an old broken record, but you got to have a plan and you've got to, you've got to be able to break out the work pieces and you got to be able to assign them. You got to do it. I, I don't know where you want me to go, but, um, that's to me, that's, it's just basic. It, it, if we were, if, if we all were strangers and we met at the park and we're going to go hike up a mountain, that's challenging. Some of us will have skills of mountaineering. Others of us have never been on a path before in the wilderness. We need to know what those skill sets are. We need to know what those weaknesses are. We need yeah. to have a plan. Well, when Mary falls, what are we going to do? Who's yeah. going to take care of Mary? And we have to think that through, and we have to lay that out in an overall plan. Uh, I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. But, uh, and, and, and we go from there. And then when the, when the crap hits the fan and Mary really falls, well, Jim knows that his job is to get the medical kit and Sam is to make sure she's okay. And we all stop until we get Mary taken care of and make a decision whether we're going back down the mountain 
or we're going to take her up the mountain with us. And and that's that's all there is to it. And but yeah. you've got to, if you don't give yourself the opportunity to have a plan, if you don't give yourself the opportunity to set objectives that are manageable objectives, if you don't give yourself the honor of of going by those rules, you know, you're going to you're going to spin off. Now you're going to you're going to learn by that, you know, fail forward and all that. But you're you're going to learn from it. But you're going to you're going to spend a lot of time you don't need to spend too by not right. just following your plan. And I think being an entrepreneur, a successful one, is about being efficient. You know, here's an example of what I think Papa Don is talking about in practical terms. Some of you might be sitting here thinking, "Well, I what easy? I mean, I don't even know how this applies building a team in this business. I mean, I'm basically doing this by myself. I'm sitting here. I I am essentially responsible to do it all." right here by myself alone, at least to start, you know, I, I, I understand the idea and I just want to point this out for everybody. He said this a, a few minutes ago, I can't manage a skill unless I know something about it. So I, it is very important to, to at least understand how your tools work. So if you do happen to outsource those, hire somebody to do them, have somebody help you, that you understand what they're doing because one of the biggest one of the biggest pitfalls and danger zones to any business owner is to essentially hire somebody to come in and do it for you but you don't understand what they dis just did so you don't know how to know if it's broken again or you don't know how to know if they did a good job fixing it um but i digress how, what does it look like to have a team even if you're at the very beginning of your business? Well, it might look like this. You've connected with a couple of people in our community. You've found some different people who have some stronger skill sets in certain areas than you do. And so when you run into a challenge, you can reach out to them and say, hey, I'm having a problem integrating this tool and that tool. Can you give me a hand with this? Can we jump on a Zoom or a quick call? And, and let me show you what I'm working with. And maybe you that simple call could save you hours, days or weeks of you trying to figure it out on your own. And hey, guess what? Next week, that per person may run into a challenge that you have a strength in. Maybe your strength is in creating content and getting more views on TikTok. And they're saying, I just, you know, no matter what I do, I'm, I'm really not getting the views. Can you take a look at my content and see what you see? See if you see something that I'm doing that I'm not seeing. Where are my blind spots? They take a look at your content. They say, you know, I noticed that this is a pattern. And when I tried that, it really didn't work. When I switched to doing this, my views took off. That's the power of a support team and almost essentially having like a Henry Ford style team. And if you guys don't know the kind of the, the legend of Henry Ford, they used, you know, the media used to barrage him with questions. And he said, well, I don't know, meet me in my office tomorrow and I'll, I'll answer it for you. And the media would come into his office and he'd have his entire team behind him. And he'd say, what was that question again? And then he'd say, Susie, can you answer that? Right. He was famous for that. Really not knowing everything, but surrounding himself with the right people. And I think that's what you're describing right now. It's what you have to do. If you're going, you have to do it for yourself as well. And you said it better than I did. If, if it's no more than a support group, if, if, if that's what it is, yeah. You've got, to, you've got to surround yourself with that. You cannot, 
you cannot beat yourself up because you don't know everything. Yeah. Robert Doyle says, one of my struggles is asking for help. I want to figure it out myself, costing me time. Uh, I am working on it. And, and Robert, I want to tell you that that pride uh, is, is in, if that's what you want to call it, pride, I'll, I'll call it that. It could be other things. Uh, maybe it's insecurity. Maybe it's a fear of rejection. Maybe, you know, it could be an assortment of things, but either way, it's so common amongst people. I just want to normalize that for you. It's not, you're not odd. It's not, it's, you're not, you're not bad or wrong for feeling like that. Um, but it, it is important. Here's another one of those cliches you've heard a thousand times to get comfortable being uncomfortable, reaching out, making connections. And here's what you'll find is that others will be able to identify, especially if you share your actual authentic feelings. Hey, I'm a little hesitant to reach out, feeling a little bit nervous to make connections, but I'm taking the first step. And others will be like, wow, I feel the same way. Thank you so much for reaching out. You'll find commonalities in your fears and feelings, and then together you will overcome them as others validate and, and don't react the way that you build up in future trip in your head that they are going to react. People are genuinely, especially in a community like this, all moving towards the same target and oftentimes are um, just right over on the other side of the wall. And, and you just kind of got to knock and say, hey, you know, uh, want to work together? What can we talk? You know, it's just that act of reaching out. And I think that's what leadership is about. What I've learned in my years, uh, which are not nearly as many of experience in leadership as you have, but is 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 that being willing to to ask first, being willing to volunteer first, simply being willing to be first is a is a major sign of leadership. Being willing to go first. Right. Sitting in a room and if somebody you're at a mastermind or event and somebody asks a question to be willing to answer, to raise your hand and answer first, because the opposite of that is, of course, waiting for somebody else to go first because you don't. Right. David, I would add one thing to your list. and you had a, The other is be willing to be wrong. Be, be comfortable in being wrong. Don't feel stupid because you don't know. Be yeah. wrong and find, get the answer. And celebrate being wrong. I celebrate today not needing to have the answer, not needing to be the guy in the room who's always got the answer. That is way too much pressure, and it's way too inauthentic. It's not authentic to me because I don't have the answer. Um, and, and oftentimes when I'm most prideful and, and even arrogant about having the answer or being right, those are my those are my not proudest moments when I look back. So questions more important than the answer. It is, and that is more powerful when you're marketing. It's more powerful when you're selling, right? Because it's much easier to engage an audience or an individual by asking a question versus talking at them. Uh, people tend to zone out or tend to not feel engaged when you're just talking at them versus when you're asking questions. And so I've found whether I'm in a position of power, 
right? Or leadership. It's, it's, it's more effective for me to ask questions and get, and get others opinions before then I offer my opinion because I learn from other people's, you know, experience, especially on our team. As we run this company, we've got nearly a hundred people on this team and I'm not even remotely in all of the places that, that all these folks are, our BPAs, our customer service folks, marketing folks, what Matt sees, what Julie, our COO sees. Uh, uh, I'm not even nearly, nearly as exposed to customer interactions as, as these folks are. I talk to one person a day. These folks are talking to dozens, if not hundreds of folks a day, right? They have a different and oftentimes a better experience than I do. And so while some think that may look at someone like me or someone like a Jeff Bezos or someone like a, you know, some other person who is, is, is a known sort of CEO or leader. And while you might think that one in that position just walks into every room and just dictates and bosses that, that, you know, of uh, interesting story. One of my friends who works in Silicon Valley uh, was in a meeting with Bill Gates and uh, Bill sat as others were talking and the meeting was going on and just jotted notes down, rarely said a word. And when it was time for him to contribute, he would pa take long pauses and really think through what he had to say. And that, and then he would talk, but of out of everybody in the room, he was the one who talked the least. And I just thought that was fascinating and validating for leadership to really lean on those who are around you and their experience. It doesn't make you less powerful. It makes you more knowledgeable and more powerful and the things that you say may have more meaning. So, well, Papa Don, this is one for the one for the record books, my friend. I think uh, there's a lot of lot of inspired um, me being one of them. I appreciate your time. Any final words that you would leave our 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 listeners and and fellow community members here at Legendary with? Well, I I want David. I want to thank you for the invitation. Uh, this was one of my objectives. It happened a lot earlier than I uh, anticipated, but uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I just want to reiterate the the opportunity for everyone that's watching this, whether you're currently with Legendary or just thinking about Legendary, you will never find a a, a greater opportunity if if you want to get into online marketing, if you want if you want to participate in this in this industry. There is uh, there's no clearer path at all, and every every opportunity is right there in front of you. And I just I just wish everyone very very good. And I'll 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 try to get I'll try to see you at the top I'm on my own journey. All right, well, all David. Right. Thank you very much. You're very you're very welcome. Tell your grandson hello, and also your wife. All right. I will. All, all right, right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. That is Papa Don, my friends. The man, the myth, the legend. Okay? And you guys can follow him at papadon.recommends dot dot recommends on TikTok. As he said, that's the only place he is right now. And uh, I'm sure, you, sure you'll soon see him on other platforms as well. What a story of inspiration. What a story that breaks barriers what a story that breaks through excuses what an ex what how 
many lessons? How much inspiration can you take from that conversation? Just, I think that the list can go on and on this morning. Again, if you put on those glasses, right? Like I always say, if you put on those glasses and you choose to see them, right? Sometimes we see people, even as the inspiration is pouring out, even as the, the, even as the knowledge bombs are dropping, right? We still see people focused on what they can't do, what, who they can't be. Okay. Here's the beautiful, dirty little secret about online marketing. And quite frankly, the dirty little secret about success in this world is you can be anybody that you want to be. Well, how do I transform into somebody that I want to be before I am that person? Will you simply act as if you are that version of yourself before you are that version of yourself? And then slowly but surely, what will happen is you will begin to believe those powerful things about yourself, <laughs> just like you believed all those not powerful things about yourself for many years, if you're anything like me, right? I'm not good enough, can't do this, right? We believed that bullshit. Um, so you act as if you tell yourself what you can be, what you can do. And you know what? You eventually begin to believe those. And then, right, you manifest those things. It's weird. I can't explain it. But when I was broke and just getting started out, and I was on the phone. I used to call leads, right? Somebody would opt into my lead form and I would literally give them a call. And I would walk around the house like I was a millionaire talking on the phone, right? That's the energy that I let off anyways, right? I didn't lie and say, oh, I am a millionaire. How you doing? It's millionaire Dave. No, I wasn't that version of an asshole. I was just simply telling myself that... I'm good enough and worthy enough to speak to anybody and add value to anybody's life. And you know what? With that belief and conversation in my head, that's what I did. And then eventually people started to tell me, wow, you really added value to my life. And that blew me up even more, right? And then of course my wife would come in and kind of shrink me back down the size. But it was all part of the process of growing into the best version of myself. And I'm still doing that. And as you saw today, Papa Don still doing that himself. Inspiration. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow for another episode of Wake Up Legendary. Get out there. Get out of here. Have a great day. Peace. Bye-bye.